Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie and before we get into it, if you guys listening have ever had any strange or unusual experiences or you have any requests for future episodes, please email over them over to us at scottishandscared at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at scottishandscaredpod and if you wouldn't mind, please rate, review and share whatever you may be listening. We really do appreciate everything you guys do. Today's episode is one that I wanted to do because, as I said in last week's episode, the woman that I'm going to be talking about is a long-lost relative of my cousin. She was helping me with some stuff last week uh, to do with the podcast and she kind of asked what I was doing on and I told her the witches of pork cows and she kind of just in a throwaway comment said oh my great 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 whatever grandma was a witch so I was kind of like what could you repeat that please? I thought I would look at her story and try and tell it the best that I can. What had happened was my cousin was kind of looking at her family's tree she was trying to go back in her lineage just to find out general stuff about her family and she actually managed to find out that she was related to a famous witch as you can imagine I was like I really 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 need to look into this and I did so that's what we're going to be talking about today I also managed to find out some interesting things about the witches in Fife which is the place I'm going to be talking about today and I'll talk about about a bit about that at the end So I've spoken about this in previous episodes but the witch trials here in Scotland were one of the biggest in the world during the mid 16th to 18th century. It's recorded that almost 4,000 people were tried and two thirds of those were executed and it actually could have been more. But these are just part of the massive witch hunt that was sweeping Europe at the time and eventually landed in America. So without further ado I would really like to get into this. The woman I'm going to be talking about today is Lilith Aid. She was born in 1640 and she lived in the coastal village of Torreburn in Fife. Not much is really known about her early life in Fife, but she did live to the ripe old age of 60. So she was doing okay. Now, she is estimated to be around 60, but it is said that she could have been older. But for the story, I am just going to say that she's 60. In 1704, Aid was accused of witchcraft by a woman called Jane Bizet. There is no real explanation as to why this woman accused her, but due to a mysterious illness that was sweeping the town at the time, she was obviously swiftly taken into custody and was imprisoned awaiting a trial. At the time, as I said, Lilith would have been around 60 years old or she could have been older, so she would have been very vulnerable and probably wouldn't have been able to cope with it with the different questioning techniques that were in place at this time. I've said before, but usually the accused would be tortured in order to extract some sort of a confession. So I really don't think that a 60-year-old would be able to deal with a massive amount of torture. In saying that, she was imprisoned for over a month and questioned every single day until she eventually gave up and confessed. And I also use the term questioned extremely loosely. The confession that she gave was extremely detailed and to be honest, I actually enjoyed reading it. I thought it was funny. So she claimed that she met the devil for the first time in a cornfield at sunset and he was wearing a hat. She then went on to say that the devil had lain with her carnally and made her renounce her baptism. I'm trying to be respectful here, but I don't know about you, but this is all sounding very romantic. 
In terms of his appearance, she said that he had cold, pale skin and cloven hoofed feet like a cow. After that, they would meet under moonlight most nights and he would even visit her home like a shadow. She even told the court she would meet with other witches where they would have cavort with the devil in the darkness, but she absolutely refused to name any other woman. She would use the excuse that they were wearing masks at the time, so she had no idea who they were. And even after countless days of torture, she refused to give up her supposed sister witches. Now, I find this personally extremely admirable because usually when these women are questioned, they tend to name other women in order to just stop the torture. And sometimes they would be offered deals. So they would say, like, if you tell us four other names, we'll stop torturing you or we can just let you go and everything's going to be fine basically just giving them false hope so it's not unusual for women who are in prison to just you know give up six or seven other women sometimes more but she didn't do that so I find that to be extremely admirable she could have just said a random woman's name and everything would have stopped for her but she didn't she chose to just continue with the questioning and the torture then incriminate other innocent women and again she's 60 year old at this point so what does she have to lose? Sadly Ada was not able to stand trial as she did pass away while the investigation took place. This was due to the continuous torture she endured which would have included sleep deprivation, humiliation and starvation to name a few. At 60 it just got all a bit too much for her. If the investigation had went on and she did stand trial it was likely that she would have been burned at the stake. But instead, her body was buried in the mudflats around the fl- around the village with a large stone on top of it. The reason the stone was placed on top was to, re- to prevent the devil being able to possess her soul. Apparently, there was a theory that when witches were buried and not burned, that the devil would possess the corpse of this dead witch and meet up to have sex with other witches. Like... See the person that sits here and comes up with all these stories and theories like what goes on in your mind like you are a completely disturbed individual like come on now come on I would like to know what kind of drugs this person's on. In 2014 Ada's story had gotten some media attention which led historian and BBC broadcaster Dr Louise Yemen and local archaeologist Douglas Spears to look into her story and her burial site. They did a lot of thorough research and managed to find Ada's grave it was found within a group of rocks near the Tory Run Railway and the slab that was put on top was completely covered in seaweed. Under this was a wooden box that Aid was obviously buried in. Now when they managed to open up the box, there was nothing. No remains. According to records, her grave was raided by grave robbers in 1852, which is pretty standard for the time. Tracking down her remains revealed that what was left had changed hands several times and the only thing left still intact was her skull, which was exhibited in 1938 at the Empire Exhibition at Bella Houston Park here in Glasgow, which is actually its last known location. In 1904, there were several photographs taken of the remains and they are now located at the National Library of Scotland. These photographs then allowed a 3D reconstruction of her skull to be done in 2017 by Dr Christopher Ryan and a team of forensic artists at the Centre for Anatomy and Human Identification at the University of Dundee. I will put this photograph up on Instagram, so please go and check that out, or if you don't want to, you can just Google the story and it's 
probably one of the first photographs that comes up. Her story is now a very famous one in Fife and they now pay tribute to this poor innocent woman who suffered horrendous torture in order to incriminate other innocent women. On the 31st of August 2019, which would have been 315 years after he died in custody, a memorial service was was held where a wreath was laid at her burial site. Fife Council have been very open about wanting to raise awareness of the persecution of these women and men and the horrendous things that they had to endure for absolutely no reason. There is also a memorial plaque in Fife to remember all of the men and women who were burned, tortured and hanged throughout the witch trials. In our Scottish witch trial episode, I spoke about Margaret Aitken, who was known as the Great Witch of Bulwiri. She was also from Fife. But unlike Aid, went on to accuse a lot of other women to save herself. So that's what I was saying, like, when you go through these stories, it's not uncommon that the accused accuse other women and usually it's a lot of other women and I think that's what happened in the Salem witch trials as well it kind of went from one person to more to more to more that's that's just generally what happens so if you would like to hear Margaret's story and others please go listen to that episode I think I spoke about a few other women's stories as well and while I was looking into this I came across so many women's stories regarding witchcraft and fife so I think I'm going to make a completely separate episode as there are so many to go through and I think it would be pretty cool to do a deep dive into that and tell all their stories in one. It's important to remember as well that Aid is only one of hundreds of men and women who were killed during this time and her story is only known because she was buried. Most of the people who stood trial were burned so there are no remains till later rest. There could be so many other men and women just like Lois who were older and you know just died and but were burned and tortured and we'll never know their stories but at least we know hers and I think it's important to kind of remember that and I think it's important to recognize it and talk about it now as I said this is a pretty short episode but I just wanted to make sure that her story was told because she is obviously not directly related to me but she's related to someone in my family and if we can tell her story then we should because how many other members of your family have been burned at the stake that we don't know about if you're ever in the Tory burnt area please give her gravesite a wee visit and even go check out the memorial plaque that's placed in town if you have any witchy tales or relatives please let us know we really love to read people's stories if you have a family member who was involved in any witchy doings then please send their story we will be happy to tell it here on the podcast that's what this is about telling people's stories so you can do that and i would be happy to tell it or if you're not comfortable with me reading it on here you can just get in contact and that is everything guys and i will most definitely see you in the next one bye guys (laughs)